is the time, this is the place, and this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And since everything is geeky, if you love it enough, you never know what you're going to get. This is your host, T. I have taken control of the show, and C is currently tied up and gagged in the corner. Say hi, Chris. <laughs> no, seriously, Chris couldn't be here this week, so I am taking point. This week, we're going to work on another Not a Book Club. This week, the subject is Legally Blonde movies. Legally Blonde tells the com- comical adventures of Elle Woods, portrayed by actress Reese Witherspoon in the series of the first two films, A Blonde California, Univer- California University of Los Angeles sorority president who enrolls in law school. After that, stick around for our upcoming events and our question of the week. And as always, if you like what we're doing, please leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts and Google Play, and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to the show. Okay, here's a question already. What? You said Legally Blonde mo- movies. Did- Was I supposed to watch Legally Blonde 2 also? No, but we, were ta- we had initially said we were going to work on the Legally Blonde franchise, so we were going to look at Legally Blonde, Legally Blonde 2, the oh, uh, I only musical. Heard, I only heard Legally Blonde. And that's the only so thing I watched. I've, the I only watched one. the first one. I've seen the second one and I have seen the musical, but we're going to focus pretty much on the first one. Because you guys can talk about the other one. That can make fun of you, but <laughs> I, I got nothing for him other than. <laughs> yeah, than that's that. okay. okay. That's quite all right. All right. So let's see who's here today. Well, we already know that Chris isn't here. His his baby girl's got Ooh. has got ball tonight so he was stick sticking around to kind of scare off any potential dates that type of thing i don't know he's kind of looming yes he 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 wanted to be and he's not gaming this afternoon either so because he wanted to be just um near the phone in case that he needed to go pick them up or whatever so Mm. he's playing the doting overprotective overbearing dad i'm sorry juliana (laughs) (laughs) kind of sweet well, it is her senior prom. It so. is her senior mm-hmm. senior ball. But Aww. we have Billy in the studio. Hello. Yay. Yay. And then uh, normally to my left is Sherry, and to my other left is usually Chris, and then there's Andy and whatever else. But, but Tony it, and Becca. Tony and, and Becca. And, and Ray. And, and Sybil's usually on the phone. But truly, the, the Billy's going to be outnumbered today. It's three to one with women in the studio. I'm sorry, Billy. Woohoo! <laughs> Why are you taking off your shirt? <laughs> That's how I always am. Oh, okay. But but to my left is uh, Anne. Hi. And in between Anne and I is Kate Potvin, who is our official FC3 photographer and local mm-hmm. author. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You want to say something about what you've written, um, what you've published? I write a lot of things, um, but the only thing I've self-published stuff that I I don't write checks very often. Sorry. Um, uh, I write under a a pseudonym, actually, Anne Montgomery, and I published one trilogy, and I'm trying to work on a fantasy right now and a couple other genres, so. Cool. I'd love to read, so now I'm going to have to go find that. Yeah. It's on Amazon. Yay. Anne Montgomery? Anne Montgomery, yep. With an E or no E in Anne? No E. No E. No E. Okay. The E's on the other end. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the N on my name. Exactly. Yeah. Montgomery. I'm writing that. I'm writing that down for uh, future notes. So, <laughs> how's everyone going? Doing whatever. I'm. This. This is new to me. Where I'm like taking point. I'm not used to this. So. I'm staring at you, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look no the pressure. other way. I'm going to look the other way. Maybe we should call Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should. No, no, we got this. No, we we, we don't need him. We don't need him. You're good. Oh. He's, he's, he would not fit in today. I don't think he's watched the Legally Blonde I don't think movies. he has either. I think mm. that's why he voted for us to do that one this week. He's like, 
Go for it, ladies. You, you guys got it. <laughs> yeah. Type thing. But he it. is going to be a little disappointed that he's not going to be around for our second podcasting session. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a little disappointed at that one. Well, he chose to uh, do senior ball. <laughs> he chose to care about his kids. Oh, man. Kids yeah. wreck everything. <laughs> kids and cats. They both kids, do. Yeah. Uh, my cats don't wreck much. Huh. Well, they did. he did spill over a... Uh, a bottle of uh, Coke Zero yesterday on the couch. So, oops. Yeah. <laughs> which which one was it, Bob? Oliver. 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 Oh, oh I love that name. Yeah. Oliver. Named him after the Disney Oliver and Company. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. So maybe one of our next podcasts will mm-hmm. be what do we name our pets after? Oh. Yeah. Let's oh, see. Yeah. Dora and Precious moved to town with Susan just because they were adorable and precious when she got them. Oh, okay. When they were kittens. Oliver after Oliver and Company, Daniel Tiger after Mr. Mr. Rogers, Rogers, Daniel Tiger, and mm. Silent Bob after the Kevin Smith Silent Bob. Oh, love it. I love a unique name. <laughs> well, our two cats were Anakin and Yoda, and we didn't name them. Name them. You didn't? Nope. The um, Scottsville Vets office had already had them named Anakin and Yoda, and we just took them home with us. That's, That's how we brilliant. got the pasta babies, ravioli, tortellini, fusilli, and rigatoni. They all came with their names that way. And I, These are fun. I and know. they're delicious. <laughs> ravioli <laughs> likes to take things and run with it. Yes, ravioli will take raviolis and run with them. That's amazing. That's why he's like 26 pounds. <laughs> Poor thing. And how'd Cookie get her name? <sighs> she was a Girl Scout project. And the Girl Scout troop named her Cookie, you know, Girl Scout Cookies. Mm-hmm. And then my husband fell in love with her and we ended up with Cookie. Aww. And your other 75 cats? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. All the gray ones in the barn we call gray. All the black ones with one eye are called One Eye Willie, and there's several of them, and I don't know why. <laughs> Stop poking them in the eye! Yeah, that's kind of a concern. I don't know how they always end up with all the black ones all have one eye. That's bizarre. It right. really is. I had a black kitty that passed away a couple years ago now. She was Geraldine, Geraldine. after the Flip, Flip Wilson character. Aww. I think black kitties are the best. Yeah, I have them. one right now. Boomer has been adopted twice and returned twice. Why? <laughs> he is rambunctious. He likes to play. And um, the first time he went to New York City and was in, um, in an apartment in New York City, and he was too rambunctious for the apartment building. Mm. So and then the second time he went to a, a lovely, lovely young woman, but she's more of a needing a calm sit on your lap cat. And he's more of a, I'm going to knock over everything off your counter, off your table, off so of he's everything. A jerk. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a cute jerk. He's all black with a white little bow tie. Aw, Billy. Yes. He's no, I did. <laughs> <laughs> we got enough. You can't I, have a little rambunctious in your life? I, we, Oliver and Bob and Daniel can be rambunctious. Can they, they run around and have fun. and That's enough. Five in my little house is enough. As of last June... We we had to put Anakin down, and oh. we said no more. Oh, I'm going to drop Boomer off. <laughs> He'll live outside. <laughs> he can terrorize the neighborhood. So anything new other than cats? And I know mm. the three of us are ge- gearing up for recital next week. Woo-hoo. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm proud recital. of you guys. Yay. I'm not looking forward to Thursday night because that's a gaming night. And we're going to make you do a dress rehearsal. But I hear no I makeup wait. is necessarily involved. No makeup, but you have to be in costume. Mm-hmm. And we're usually the last ones there because they didn't make the adults go last. Because we can stay up later than the little kids that have yes. a bedtime. They assume and you don't want to be people watching. 
<laughs> they don't want assume. anyone watching yeah, us. I, Did I you I practice assume. the finale? I can't remember the family finale. I know it's arm, arm, down, down, <laughs> arm, arm, down, down. <laughs> Man, I wish we had video Don't for worry. this section. Just I, I'm, it. I'm just going to follow Gina and the teachers next Good week. Idea. I, yeah, I, That's what everybody else does. I can't remember it. Ooh, ooh this is going to drop on Wednesday before recital. Does anybody want to come see Tanya dance in recital? <gasps> June 1st, ooh. 6 o'clock. Anne's going to be there also <laughs> at Codex Theater on the Ridge. Oh, that's right down the street from me. Sorry, I won't be there. Uh, <laughs> But her, daughter, her, her, her daughter's dancing at 10 and 2, and then Ann's show is at 6. No, so. Tanya's show. And, well, Ann's show, too, <laughs> type thing. No, so, I don't, yeah, so gearing up for that, and yeah. so that's Thursday night for rehearsal, and Saturday's the recital, and finishing Sunday out. Sunday is napping. Mm-hmm, finishing out the school year. That'll help for me. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, well, Monday I have, June 3rd, I have a Regents exam to give to the students it's the global new global one so i'm not looking forward to that why do you got to take it too no i just have to proctor and we've got 18 to 20 kids taking it within five classrooms and four offices and things like that so and they've been known to cheat no it's not that it's a matter of making sure that all of our students are getting all their testing accommodations because everyone uh, knows that I'm a special education teacher. Uh, so oh. to make sure that all their accommodations are met and that the um, playing field is leveled for them so they're successful. That's and, awesome. And, and it, gets, it gets sharpened. It, it's all pen. Oh. Everything, even the bubble sheet, everything is done in pen. Even mm. the math exam, which they freak out because I make them use pencil all year. And then I'm like, okay, time for the exam. We got to use pen. So They're you don't like, need a number two pencil anymore? Not for the exams, no. Only wow. for, for the math, only for graphs and drawings, you can use pencil. Hmm. Everything else is pen. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's changed. New York State's like, nope, we don't want anything being changed whatsoever. Mm. So. Makes sense, I guess. Nice. Yeah. What's, so. Oops. Go ahead. I was just going to ask what's going on with Ann. Mm, farm life. Farm life. Normal. Um, Any new baby calves? Yes, we have lots of new baby calves. Um, pretty much at least four or five a week right now. It is spring and calving season. Corn's going in. Soybeans are in. I think we have almost half the acreage done. Alfalfa's about ready to be chopped. Woohoo! Can I come drive the tractor? Oh, my gosh, please. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Between Kate and I, we'll come over and try to figure yeah. it out. Go ahead, go for it. You know what? I'll, I'll even put the chopping hat on just for you. Oh, thanks. But you have to agree to milk the cows after. That's the fun I, part. I, you know, I, I was that. in high school and I did that one day on a friend's farm, and I'm just like, it's it's not the life for me. <laughs> I give you all the kudos in the world. It's just yeah. not me. I was a teenager. It was my first job. It's milking cows. I loved it. That's what Jessica does now. My daughter is being forced to work on the farm. Well, she wants to go on like a 20-month trip to Europe. (laughs) It's 15 days in Europe. It's It's London, France, Rome, and Lucerne. It's 15 days. And if she wants to go, she's got to earn it. Didn't you say it's like six grand? It's like $5,600. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Trip of a lifetime. Is your daughter also doing that? She's not. I'm taking her to Europe myself. Much cheaper. Oh. Yes, you leave in a few weeks, don't you? Yeah, as soon as school's over. So mm-hmm. where are you headed to in Europe? We're going to go to Sweden because my friend lives there. And because my daughter and I are both Anglophobes and she's obsessed with all things London, we're going to go there too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, my big vacation is to Pittsburgh. 
this summer. Oh, that's fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> At least hey, you guys get vacations. I have like oh, eight days between the school year and summer school. That's still nice. My vacation is going to a concert. <laughs> oh, is that June 21st? June kids 21st? on the block and Debbie Gibson. You're oh, you're going oh, my to God. that. I, are you carpooling with our fearless leader? No, I offered, but he has the um, meet and greets with Debbie Gibson, oh, and wait, I did Chris, not. Chris has a meet and no, greet. No, Dan. this is Dan. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dan well, has the Debbie Gibson meet our, our and fearless and leader. Chris is not our fearless okay. leader. He has like the 10th row seats too, and I did not oh spring gosh. for that. So. That's kind of awesome. It, he's He loves it. He is, he is obsessed. It's Anytime awesome. I have um, like my 80s station or whatever playing in my car and a Debbie, Debbie Gibson song comes on, I take a screenshot of it and send it to him, and I get back, woohoo! Oh. <laughs> He sings Every along. Time. Whenever he it's on, he sings along. It's pretty awesome. That's his, that's his happy place. I don't know if that's awesome or the weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, on that <laughs> note, let's take okay. a break and come back. Okay. Uh, let's do a little comedy about cats. Cats? Cats are all right, though. But every time I dated a chick, girls always would vomit cat stories. This is this girl I dated. She would just talk about her cat. She's like, you guys, listen to this story. This is so funny. This is so funny. You guys, once... Once... Patches opened up the mini fridge and ate some of my grapes. I'm like, that's not a funny story. That's shut up. You know, I, I have a theory. It's like the more cats a girl has, the higher up they go on the Paula Abdul scale of delusional hysteria. I think that's an accurate barometer. <laughs> this is Fluff Nut. There's Mystic Pizza. There's Jake Ryan. Jake Ryan's mad at me because I've been gone all day. How do you feel about that, Ann? It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't Jake Ryan from uh, 16 Candles? Yeah, I think so. I was never a cat person, though. I had dogs my whole life until Uh, my kid. My kid kept killing hamsters. So I had to get something more durable. Did she keep killing them or they were committing hamster suicide? The one actually ran on the wheel straight for five days, and I had to take the wheel out. I was going to make a joke about that <laughs> running on the wheel till they had a heart attack. It really did. It was a ninja hamster, is what it's called. And this thing ran, and I had to call the pet store, and they're like, take out the wheel. It's going to have a heart attack and die. And I took out the wheel, and it killed <laughs> over. I was like, well, that was number five. <laughs> so I got her a cat. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. It's more durable. <laughs> I can't top that. I'll see you. (laughs) Well, in that case, let's get into what we're really here for. (laughs) Legally Blonde is a 2001 American comedy film based on Amanda Brown's novel of the same name. It's It's a book? It is a book. It is a book. Did you not know it was a book? I didn't know it was a book. (laughs) But it's not a comic book. I should read the notes. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. It stars Reese. Reese Witherspoon, Luke Wilson, Selma Blair, Matthew Davis, Victor Garber, and Jennifer Coolidge. The film still tells the story of Elle Woods, a sorority girl who attempts to win back her ex-boyfriend by going to Harvard Law School to prove her seriousness. Who does that? Who really does that? Like go to Harvard to prove their seriousness? Or, or well... To prove that they're good enough for a man? Come on, you're better than him anyway. People do stupid things. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who would do that. If that's the biggest problem you've got with this movie, <laughs> no, it's not the 
biggest problem I have with this movie, but th- that's like my first one. I'm like, really? Uh, but you know, probably when I was in college or high school, I probably would do something stupid like that and whatever. But I actually was going to go to law school. Really? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you? Too many darn history courses came into play. <laughs> it looked hard. <laughs> it looked hard. No, it's not that. It's just a person uh, doing a global exam on. Uh, well, yeah. No, um, I started at Nazareth. I was a political science major um, because my dad was in politics um, growing up. So I was always um, doing things with the political party that they belonged to. And it was just something that felt natural. My mom worked for lawyers. So I'm just like, I could argue with the best of them. And believe me, I can. But I've been out of practice for a little while. So I went to Nazareth, started political science my freshman year, and just struggled with it. Struggled with just the knowing the amount of history courses that I took would have to take because I wasn't strong in that subject matter. So after my freshman year, I decided, hmm, not necessarily for me. So then I switched majors, went over to English literature with education, and then got my master's in special education, and here I am... Talking about Legally Blonde. 25 years later. <laughs> think awesome. contemplating every so often, maybe I should go back to law school. But going you never on. Know. I know. I, if I win the, win the millions, I probably could. But that's not happening. The film was released on July 13th, 2001, and was nominated for a Golden Globe Award for Best Motion Picture. Golden Globe, really? <laughs> Musical or comedy? There you go. Definitely, definitely comedy. It ranked 29th on Bravo's 2007 list of 100 funniest movies. Withers- wait, wait, wait. What list? Bravo's 2007 list of 100 funniest movies. Of all time or of 2007? Of all time. Huh. In 2007. Oh, okay. <laughs> of all time up to 2007. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got a year and 12 years on that. Yeah. So. So I, 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 I'm I flabbergasted. I'm well, absolutely was, flabbergasted. Well, it was only six years after it was made, so it's not necessarily. But of all time, it's well, on, what number did it rank? 29th. Oh, look it up now. You've got. I can't do my research if I'm look, hosting today. It was the bend and snap. Yeah, that's that, that's my it. wife's favorite. I, bend I, I wish my and snap. <laughs> And and contrary to how I've sounded so far, I didn't hate this movie, but it's nowhere near one of the hundred funniest movies in the history of movies. I think it's your perspective. You love dogma. But that's not one of the hundred funniest movies either. But I I never mind. Jay and Silent Bob always made me crack up and nobody found that movie funny. I haven't watched it, so I I couldn't. What? How have you not watched the Kevin Smith movies? Oh. I've watched one. Oh, we can't be friends. <laughs> Dogma. Are you gonna like it? No. Why don't we start with Clerks. Oh, I, I mean, you know, Clerks movie. was completely in black and white, but you have to go back to Clerks and, and, and reminisce. <sighs> There's a lot of lot of um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. <sighs> movies? Good movies you've missed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. There, oh, all right, back to legal. I'm sorry, I need to do on. I'm sorry, I derailed this, but th- this is just—it's like normal. Wrong. Twenty okay. seventh funniest movie of 29th. all time. Twenty ninth. Two thousand seven. Twelve years ago, Witherspoon received a Golden Globe nomination for Best Actress, Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, and the 2002 MTV Movie Award for Best Female Performance. 
you have something to say about that? No. I, I'm waiting. <laughs> no. <laughs> For giving him a little I know. I'm, I'm giving him a, uh, do you want to jump in? And no, open. I'm yeah. fine. Okay. The box office success led to a 2003 sequel, Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde, and a 2009 direct-to-DVD spinoff, Legally Blonde. That one I have not seen. I've seen the other things. How will you know the complete story? I don't. (laughs) Additionally, Legally Blonde, the musical, opened in New York City on Broadway on April 29, 2007. Probably right when this Bravo's 2000 list of 100 funniest movies came out. And, Billy, did you know as of June 2018, Witherspoon has been in discussions with MGM to produce a third (laughs) installment of the Legally Blonde series. Well, they're successful, so understandable. They're um, confirmed in a Twitter post that Legally Blonde 3 is set to be released on February 14th, 2020. Ooh, date night. I can't think of it. You know what? Thinking about it, (laughs) that being on the list may be the 27th funniest thing I've heard in my lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where do we go from here? Wait. Do we jump into trivia? Where, where do we want to go from well, there? It, I, you you we, said this is Susan's one of Susan's favorite. It movies. really is, and I, I saw first we time her without. In. Yeah, she she. I know she busy. just came back from New York City and things like that. But the the thing is, is that I originally saw this movie when it first came out on like HBO or Cinemax, probably a year or two after it was released, and it's a cute romantic comedy. It's fine. It it was enjoyable way to spend the ninety minutes I initially spent with it, and then. Met my wife, and at some point realized it's one of her favorite movies. So we watched it again as a way to bond or for her to see a movie she loves. And it's fine. And then a couple weeks ago, you said, let's talk about Legally Blonde on the podcast. (laughs) Fine. I know I can at least get my wife to watch it with me. And once again, it's fine. And it's, so you're okay to watch it again. It's so, but I'll probably never watch it on purpose again. <laughs> you no? know, it's, it's it's fine. That, that that's about the, and it was probably better. When when did it first come out? Like two thousand and one. Two thousand one. So okay, you know, it's it's a cute romantic comedy. So when my wife leaves me, my next wife. Uh, decides it's one of her favorite movies. We'll watch it again. Did you say next wife? Yeah. When 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 my first wife leaves, when Susan leaves oh. me, when she gets sick of me, and and I meet someone else who says, "I love Legally Blonde." <laughs> you you can do the bend and snap and show her you've seen it. Yeah, or something. But you know, it's it's cute. But we, we you, does it stand? Does it does it hold up to the test of time? Is I, it, I is, think to people that like it, probably it's no better or worse than similar movies of its ilk nowadays. I, I don't know if it stands up in a way that with sort of women empowerment and stuff. Yes. Does it does mm-hmm. it make yes as a woman? How do you feel about it? I thought it was very empowering, not for the reason why she was doing it, but for the fact that she did do it and that the score that she did score on the L stats. There, she, there was a lot of stuff in there that she did, and she was brilliant in doing it that no man would have ever have done. Well, unless you know you you were a gay man, and because, she po- you know she because <laughs> they mo- know what kind of shoes they wear. In, yes, mm-hmm. in the movie, yeah. L scored a one seventy nine, and a perfect score is one eighty. Yeah, which I didn't know till Susan told me that when we were watching it again. And on her practice test, yeah. she was getting like one forty threes, one forty fives, which just caused her to work that much. Harder, mm-hmm. but a one forty three and one forty five is still very respectable for the L stats. Mm-hmm. Very respectable. I mean, you be 
Buffalo Law School would probably take you in a, in a heartbeat. But Harvard That's where or I Yale, think I would no. fall apart on because I don't do well on those standardized tests. So that's where I would fall apart. I can argue, and I'm I'm brilliant, and I'm smart, and things like that. But I cannot take a standardized test I'm to really save good my life. I can like figure out you know which ones go with which and whatever. I love taking the SATs. I actually took them twice oh my just gosh, because. She's, she's weird. The, that's the twenty sixth funniest thing. I've ever done. <laughs> well, first time, I love taking the SATs. The first time I only scored like a ten ninety, and I'm like, oh, I can do better. So then I scored an eleven fifty, and I'm like, hmm. Nah, I'm over it. Yeah. I don't want to waste another four hours of my okay. life. Okay. Uh, 740. Oh, you really do hate taking tests. Mm. I think that's pretty common, though. And I scored a 19 on the ACT, which I think is out of, what, 26? Yeah. So, so I did better on the ACTs than I did the SATs, but it truly, it drives me up a wall. I didn't even need the SATs to get into the college I got into. I was going to art school. They, they had no requirement for the SATs at all. <laughs> it was literally... Hey, send us a portfolio of 10 of your pieces of work in a slideshow. Okay. Okay. Hmm. And $14,000. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Student loans galore. $14,000? Are you kidding? It was like 28000 per semester for the Art Institute of Pittsburgh. Mind you, this was 1996. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and so I dropped I graduated out. graduated from high school. <laughs> and I dropped out. Whoa. So, yeah, so this brings it into the money part of education also in here. Fortunately, Elle came from a well-to-do family where she they could afford to go to Harvard. But now her it, parents didn't want to pay for it, remember? No, they kept because telling her, oh, you're the Miss Hawaiian Tropic runner-up type thing. They valued beauty over brains. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I'm going to do this, which like, is... Definitely empowering. You guys originally brought up the idea of talking about this movie based on the current college admission scandal. Um. <laughs> Do you remember a couple yeah. weeks ago when you said that? I did. Okay. And in my head, despite having seen the movie a couple times before, in my head, it was Elle that got in on sort of a, a backdoor method. But no, no she got in It was in Warner on, that did that. It was the, the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He was waitlisted. Which I didn't know what that meant until my wife told me what that meant. That means you didn't necessarily have enough of a, a um, score or... Personality, academia. So your, your essay was probably bland, and so therefore Daddy had to make a call. It wasn't a video in pink, <laughs> and your resume didn't smell pretty. <laughs> so does that mean you're put on sort of a back burner and then... If, like, some, if mm-hmm. someone drops out, then you're able to come in okay. type thing. It's, it's, it's kind of like... Sort of like New York Giants season tickets. Yeah. If someone dies, then you're the next one in. <laughs> yes, that's the only way to get a Giants ticket. <laughs> mm. Pretty much. Yeah. Kate, wow. you're awfully quiet. I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is what we do. That's what I usually do to podcasts. So I just. You got to be a part listen. of it today. I'm going to be. I'm so have quiet. you and Mia watched Legally Blind? I made Mia watch. <laughs> Not let made. Yeah. <laughs> I have. I I make my kids watch a lot of movies and. This was definitely one of them. I think it's perfect because Mia's one of those, I'm not a girly girl, and I'm like, you can be both. Let me show you a movie. Because <laughs> um, I love that. I love that she can be, she doesn't have to, you, can't, you don't have to be a dumb blonde, and you don't have to be brilliant. You can be both. So, and What is your take watch. of the sorority of all this? Because I know a lot of people, at least here in Rochester, who think, 
sororities are all about drinking, drinking, partying, partying, how many, you know, guys, girls can all hook up all together. When I know for a fact from a lot of my friends who are in sororities that sororities are there to help each other. That it is a a definitely a family base that follows you through your whole life, not only to do good for the world, but to have your back when you need a friend. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I think the Delta New girls right. were for each other. They backed each had, other. I do like that. Had was it Blair? No. What was the who was on trial? Oh, um Ellie Larder. The the workout girl. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna forget had her, her name. Bl- had her back yes. the entire time because mm-hmm. she knew that she mm-hmm. couldn't have done that. Yeah, because they don't. That's not their their style, their personality. That's that th- they're Delta News for a reason. Yep, mm-hmm. I like that. And that's exactly what I think this movie does tell all of the young ladies, even today, where it's very much approachable today. That you know what. We can all stand for each other and be with each other and be friends for each other and back each other. And you don't have to tear each other down. Because mm-hmm. even what happened with Blair, um, you know, the, the, the arch enemy, they yeah. became friends in the that. end because mm-hmm. they backed each Vivian. other up. Selma Blair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love her. They ended up backing each other. And when she handed the ring back to the jerk, mm-hmm. um, that was it. And you see that now, they become friends. By, by the jerk, the, the Elle's boyfriend who Warner, left him. Warner, Warner. Yeah. yeah. Now, the thing about him is I, he's not the biggest jerk in the history of of comedies. He's bland. Yeah. I, There's I like did, no affect to him. I, I didn't like, oh, hate him. Bear. I didn't that hate him. I didn't him. like him. I, I almost didn't hate or like anybody in this movie. Like the only one that if I had to hang out with in real life, uh, Luke Wilson is the only person I'd actually really want to hold, hang out with. Everybody else to me was annoying. Maybe the UPS guy. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's just like uh, <laughs> he just he just. I he have just... a package for you. <laughs> <laughs> now those are th- that probably would have been in the things only adults notice in Legally Blonde yeah. a type thing that I have sitting up here, but I can't play it. But it was just like all the, all those other innuendos that yeah. would. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Coolidge's character. I like Jennifer Coolidge as an actress. She's amazing. She's a, she's a funny lady. So I like she I kills like it, them. No matter what mm-hmm. she does, I love it. And uh, I'm trying to th- the thing in that movie, Victor Garber, the the professor. <gasps> mm-hmm. Nowadays, how far would he get hitting on students or oh, oh not very far whatsoever. The- yeah, no. That's one thing mm-hmm. in this movie many years from now will will make it sound super dated, I think. I hope so. But there's still, still that. There still is that, that, especially when it comes to internships and working on other things. I mean, even in business where I am today, we have to go through intern training, that how not to treat interns, because you hear about it happening in other large corporations. But nowadays, and like you said, hopefully this stuff ends. Yes. Because... It's creepy. That would be a better world. <laughs> yes. But yet Vivian jumped to conclusions because she only caught a little oh, bit right. of that scenario. Mm-hmm. And she immediately jumped to the conclusion that Elle was going to sleep her way to that job. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out she had to like kind of swallow her pride and apologize mm-hmm. to her because that wasn't the situation. Which is awesome. I think that mm-hmm. the movie breaks a lot of stereotypes, too. That's why I like it. Every time you think there's a stereotype, they break it. 
Well, and Bruiser. Bruiser made the whole movie. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> He's so cute. Yes. Uh, so a little bit of trivia. Ooh. Yes, trivia. Um, Wreath. Uh, Witherspoon was able, as per contract, to keep all of her costumes. Can you see the wardrobe? That's awesome. You'd need a whole house just for that. I know. Just and, Halloween costumes forever. And the hair. Oh my God, that bunny costume. Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Playboy bunny you costume know, was that, the best. Just, it was, but it just like, I'm like, she was so fixated on getting Warner back that she was going to do anything to get, to be a part of that crowd and to whatever. And, and Vivian was just like, I'm going to take you out because I don't know you. I just know your reputation type thing because of what Warner has said to me. And it just, I cringed because I'm like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. She's setting you up. Can you not see? Oh, don't. And I'm like, oh. And I'm looking at uh, Reese Witherspoon's IMDb right now. And as far as I can tell, she'd been in plenty of other things here and there. But this seems to be her real, real breakout role. Like she, she was in Pleasantville with Tobey Maguire. Um, Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions, mm-hmm. American Psycho. She was in a couple episodes of Friends. Uh, but to me, Legally Blonde seems to be her breakout role. Election. Election was a fantastic movie with um, Matthew Broderick and her, where she played the annoying, like, uh, valid Victorian-type student, mm-hmm. the overambitious student. And she was very funny in that. But to me... Legally Blonde made her a star. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So they have in her contract that she got to keep all the clothing. And I'm assuming. That's true. That, that seemed like a, a big a big perk for someone that hadn't really broken as a major star yet. Probably right. didn't pay her very much to start mm-hmm. with for that. that. That's why they probably offered her the clothing for this. Because her clothing, I mean, just her purses alone. I was looking, looking up some of those purses. And really? Yeah, like. Some of the ones that she carries Bruiser in, they're five, six thousand dollar purses. <gasps> even even in today's standards, they're they're amazingly well crafted, great purses. Mm-hmm. You know me and my purses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. I use pockets. <laughs> well, women's clothing do not have pockets like mm-hmm. men's do. Uh. N- yeah, no, it's like those cargo short po- pockets. <laughs> That's what I got. That's <laughs> what, what I'm wearing. It's, as we it's speak. your man purse. Yeah. Yeah. Women's pockets are like four inches. You can't even stick your cell phone in without them sticking out. Mm-hmm. I know, and I put my phone in my back pocket, and it still sticks out on my back pocket. Yeah, it's, it's not, not fair. No, we should but do the, something about that. But then, like even the fitted pants for women that have the cargo pockets in it, that still like the pockets aren't big enough. Nope. Nope. Okay. We really digress. We do. Um, uh, Elle Woods wears 40 different hairstyles throughout the film. God. That seems... Who keeps track of that? I have to, like, watch it again now. That seems like like a lot of hairspray. And just make little check marks. One, two, Two. slash over the fifth one. Six, seven, eight. 40 different hairstyles. Yeah. That seems crazy. Well, I'm assuming it's the hair and makeup people that pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But still, hmm. she wore a lot of pink. She did wear a lot of pink. I think that because that was her signature color. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, at the beginning opening credits, we see Elle Woods brushing her hair. That's not Reese Witherspoon. She was in England finishing The Importance of Being Earnest. 
So that's not her actually brushing her hair. So maybe she only had 39 hairstyles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Let's see. Wow. Um, when Elle was studying from the, for the LSAT with her sorority sister, Amy is reading off answer choices for an LSAT question that's actually a real LSAT question, which is part of the analytical reasoning section taken from the actual LSAT number 31, June 2000. So it's a pretty recent LSAT. Wow. They really did a lot of research. They did do a lot of research for this. Um, they changed the sorority from uh, Delta Gamma to Delta Nu. To avoid problems with the real organization, mm. I can see where they would not want to be stereotyped as mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So, in addition to the forty hairstyles, more than thirty scarves were used to accessorize throughout the film by L. She did have a great scarf collection. I, you did. know, I guess I just didn't really pay attention to the the clothes as much, except for like. Like when she went from her signature colors to the the intern professional look. Even then, that's when she started wearing the scarves as accent pieces. Like she to always ac- had yeah. accessories that made her stand out and not fade into the black, into the back of mm-hmm. everything. Fade to black. That's the wrong. It's the song. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Emmett jokingly asks Elle, how do you think I would look as a blonde? This is a reference to his real-life brother, Owen Wilson, who looks very similar, just with blonde hair. <laughs> I totally thought that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that joke, I but now I both. think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> see, now, 29th funniest creeping movie. up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, I like the one on, on her first day that she said, whoever said orange is the new pink is seriously disturbed. <laughs> it was in reference to the Josie and the P- Pussycats movie that was also being produced by the same guy. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen that one, so I didn't necessarily understand. Oh, and I'm just I like, I, I didn't catch that either. But the funny thing is, uh, in it's, a week, we'll be doing a podcast where we talk about our favorite comic book movies, our top 10 list. And that just, honest to God, just missed my list. Cause I it's think on the honorable mention list? It, it, my, Josie and the Pussycats, I think, is one of the most underrated movies I've, I've seen. Now I want to go back just for that line. Because <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats, if you haven't seen it, watch it. I think it's very funny. I'm going to have to watch it. it is, well, it because is the teenagers funny. in that movie are brainwashed into thinking orange is the new pink. Yep. Huh. Yeah, I, I can picture the scene, yeah. Okay. And now when she said it, I, and when she said it in the movie, I immediately went orange is the new black. I went to oh. the TV series, but I'm like, this came out well before the TV series. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's where mm-hmm. I jumped because I hadn't seen Josie and the Pussycats. So Ooh, you just made me want to watch Josie and the Pussycats again. By the way, a funnier movie than Legally Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because it's a comic book-based movie. Of course, you would mm. like that. Well, this is based on a book I just learned. Well, yeah, but not, not a comic, comic book. book. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. Kate, any uh, trivia that jumps out at you? Well, now, you originally, I like know. I said, you, meant, you brought this movie up because it's based on... Well, you you made a correlation to a real life situation. Situation that's going on. Okay, so what do you think of the Lori Loughlin, uh well, it's, situation? Well, it's, it seems that 
Stere- to me, I'm not shocked by it. Stereotypically, yeah, I'm not, not shocked by it either because it seems that daddy or mommy or whatever makes a generous donation to whatever school and they kind of waive some of the requirements and you're able to get in under uh, underwater basket weaving scholarship or something or other. I'm just making that <laughs> am stuff I a up. Bad, <laughs> but, am but, I a bad person for not caring and just assuming that's how things are done? I'm at the whole point of... Does it really matter right now for us? Is this really worth spending all of our government's money to prosecute them? Why not just walk away and and be done with it and save us the money of prosecuting these people? Eventually, they'll get weeded out of the lawyer system or whatever, and still the... Hopefully the best people wind up with jobs. Maybe not, but... If they don't belong in the college anyway, how are they going to pass the grades? I mean, if you didn't earn it to get in... You shouldn't be scooted along and graduate anyway. I mean, like, I don't know. See, I, I, I see a lot of around here at the the big or high schools that you have to take entrance exams to mm-hmm. get into. Um, you don't get in. You don't get in. I mean, you need money or athletic ability. There are literally, I can name a guy by the name of Dexter Manley. Played for the one of the best uh, defensive players for the Washington Redskins ever. He couldn't read. They later found out. He passed. He, he graduated from college and didn't know how to read. So sad. Yeah, you should I do be feel pushed bad for along the kids for sometimes too. Well, sometimes your parents need to let them grow up and fend for themselves. I'm be- sorry. I'm trying because <laughs> at some point, mommy and daddy aren't going to be there to bail you out every time something happens. Hopefully not. I mean. Stop looking at me like that. I'm trying to let my 20 year old grow up. No, it's not. But you didn't pay for your your 20 year old to get into college. No. You may be helping him understand his homework, which is a completely different situation than somebody giving a college $50,000 or $100,000 to get your kid in to skate them by in their Mm -hmm. grades so that they can go off to Hollywood and be the next generation to do the next generation of the same thing. But who cares? Is it really affecting 99% of America? I think well, it is. And in, in regards to this, she was an influencer on Instagram, her daughter. Hmm. Oh, Lori Loughlin. Lori Loughlin. She was an influencer yeah. on, on Instagram. She had, so going to college, I mean, she could have gone to a two-year school or whatever to, to get an associate's. What, what does it matter that you have to go to a four-year school it's not cut out for everybody, a trade, a vocation, whatever. She's she's not a dumb girl. It's just books are probably not, like the the, the book learning is probably not her style. Yeah, she's the thing. one who was like, I don't, I want to, I just want to party. Is that, is that her? I, th- yeah. I think so. But I, I'm just like, just, just thinking in general, um, getting back to going to, going to college versus Going into a trade versus just graduating from high school—it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. type thing. And and where it was twenty-five plus years ago, yeah, you wanted to make sure that you went to college to get a good job to get whatever type thing. But we have lost so many skilled tradespeople yes, we have. by doing that. Um, that I'm like, all my students have have the option of having like a work-based learning component to half of their day or a vocational program at the career and technical education center where they can do like the graphic design or the computer or the carpentry and the building trades and the auto and i'm just like and they're like "Ah, they're going back and forth i said 
that their your home district is paying for you to go there. When if you decide at high, after high school that you want to go and get this, you have to pay for it yourself now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, take what's offered to you because can I go? Sure, can <laughs> come back to school. Well, just for but, vocational trades alone, if you look at the average auto mechanic now compared to 25 years ago, they have to have electrical they have to have engineering they They have have to have have computers computers because every car is computer based now Mm -hmm. so you have to learn these things but 99% of the mechanics out there now they're not being replaced when they retire because there's nobody to replace them Mm -hmm. or plumbers or electricians we need more people in these fields but and we have to teach our kids that that's a respectable thing to do instead of acting like it's college or you're a loser and even if you go to college, there's nothing wrong with going to a two-year degree to learn how to balance your checkbook and personal finances to better your life when you go into a vocation, because mm-hmm. everybody should have that. That's one of the courses I teach. We teach a consumer maths class at the at the um, 11th grade level. A lot of high schools don't do that, and it is a huge need when you see these kids getting their jobs the first time. And they're Who's getting FICA the, and why is he taking all my money? Exactly. <laughs> or how do I write a check? Or what do you mean? I don't have $500 in my account. Well, I can write the check for it. Mm-hmm. People don't understand that. And that, that needs to be taught. So I think some of that's on the parents, too. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like, you know, Al Woods went above and beyond to get into, this, to get into the college. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And, but she learned so much more while she was in there. Yeah, she bettered herself as a person. Mm-hmm. And college can do that. But if if mom and dad are paying for you to get into college, would she have done as much? If her parents had said, here, I'm going to write a check to Harvard for you to get in, would she have gotten the amount that she got out of it? Probably not. Exactly. Not okay, and thank you for circling back to the movie. <laughs> now, no, but seriously, we see at the end when they're graduating, Warner also graduates. And so that means he made it through the four years of schooling without him to drop out or, or failing or whatever. So is the world worse off that he got a little bump to get in? Did you see the credits, though, where it said that he was not offered any, any, posi- any positions in any of the firms? Oh, you're, you're and right. And he had to go and work for his father. You're mm-hmm. right. I forgot that. Thank mm-hmm. you. So exactly the point. Like You may go and get this degree, and you may work hard at it, but you might not graduate with everything to get what you want. You might have to do something else. I think he just thought that this was an expectation put upon him by his family that it's time for him to, quote unquote, get serious, Werner, mm-hmm. and, and to come back to the fold and, and stop playing around and come back to law, to law school because you've got to be serious. At some thing. point, should he have dropped out of Harvard, Harvard and gone and I, to a different school? It, Possibly, but he was, I think, just because that was the expectation that was placed on him by his family. And that's probably the way it is for a lot of people still. Because he broke up with Al because his brother got engaged to some heiress. Um, uh, Of Vanderbilt? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. he had to get somebody serious that had a name, an East Coast name. Because it was money for old school money and old school money it's, yep. it's mm-hmm. because wasn't his dad because he was going to go into politics or whatever and his dad was in politics and so therefore he had to look the part be the part and not have quote unquote a uh, bimbo on 
his arm at that point. He needed something serious. Okay, and now that I'm hooked in wondering where this guy's life went, was he in Legally Blonde too? No, I don't think so. No. Mm, no. no. Oh, okay. No, it was more about her and how she is succeeding and she is Taking down all those stereotypes still. Mm-hmm. Yep, empowering the next generation of women and bringing them up, which is awesome. Was and, Luke, and now she's in Washington. Yes, which, Luke Wilson's I mean, in there because they were get, they got engaged and they were getting married. Okay, and not, I'm sure there was some sort of complication where they broke up for a while. And no, 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 no. no. She oh, knows no. the complication is just fighting Congress, is, is mm-hmm. fighting, is fighting the the politics. Uh, can I say I'm, I'm happily surprised <laughs> that they didn't throw in like some personal thing? Oh. You yeah. don't understand me. Well, no, no, it wasn't I mean, about she, him at all. No, it wasn't about their relationship because he had her back the entire time. It's a matter of her fighting the system because it was all in regards to um, animal rights and okay. trying to get Bruiser's, Bruiser's mom. mom out of the, the um, makeup lab. Is Reese Witherspoon a real-life animal rights person? Do I Am I remembering that correctly, or I could be making that up, so... I don't know. I can't I'm, think of anybody. I can't think of anybody who in Hollywood who's not an animal rights activist. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon, animal rights, and ask my friend Mr. Google. <laughs> and uh, I believe so. She's uh, no. Peter's mad at her over some. Peter's mad at everybody. Over a $4,000 Python skin purse. Ooh, I bet that's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You're a purse person. We, we established that earlier. And his priorities. <laughs> and I eat meat. <laughs> so mm, we're having meat later. We're having a steak done on the grill. I'm sorry. And venison. Mm. Mm. I should take a steak out of the freezer. Mm. Mia, don't listen to this. Cheeseburger's delicious. Cheeseburger's delicious. <laughs> How's Ben and Jerry? Ben and Jerry are still alive and kicking. They will be they will be sent to uh, the butcher in the fall when they hit their weight. How so? How, ben and Jerry are guys. Ben and Jerry are two steers that we have uh, growing in our barn now, so that we can eat them. It's adorable, but shouldn't they be females? No, so they can produce milk. So they can no, make because if once they give birth and produce milk, the meat becomes stringy and tough. So, like, cheeseburger and T-bone were last year's, and they're in the freezer now, and they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, We keep finding funnier things than Legally Blonde. <laughs> oh, boy. 29th something. funniest movie of ever all time. Uh, <sighs> now, I want to read that whole list now. You're going to go home and Google it? I'm gonna, what, what whole list? The, the 100 movies. Now i got to find out. In 2007, what were the 100 funniest movies? Oh, my movies? goodness i got to read them. Oh, gosh. I'm curious what's on there. Like, next week we're talking about, again, our favorite uh, comic book movies. Mm-hmm. I have three on my top ten list that are funnier than Legally Blonde. <laughs> yeah. Well, humor is one of those things, isn't it? It's different for everybody. Yeah. For and sure. I got a sick sense of humor. So. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad someone else does. <laughs> I eat my own cows. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, la, 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 la. Uh, let's see. I don't know. This says Bravo's 100 funniest movies of all time. It says must include 2007. It's not including that. Hmm. Oh, well. Anything else about Legally Blonde? You Legally Blondites? No, I think we're good to today. Discuss? Except her awesome purses. 
Let's not talk oh. about how it pertains to today and society and government. Let's talk about the purses and the stars. Wow, they are pretty. Oh, they are awesome. Did you what, see what? her shoes, though? Ooh, those are even better. <laughs> so, so what parts of the movie, like, stand out in that, like... Oh, that pencil skirt with the four-inch heels with the open toes, the black ones with the straps... When, when she's it? coming off the elevator for the first time. Yeah. I feel like such a bad woman right now. I think now. they're I no Jimmy Choo's and I, they're so freaking beautiful. <laughs> I'm still looking for the Bravo's 2007 funniest It doesn't movies. exist. This list doesn't exist. It's all a sham. It's a hoax. The Legally, the legally Blind oh, people no. made it up and gave it just high enough a number. Well, they, they quote Bravo on it. I don't know. Um I'm thinking that one of the best scenes that comes out is in the, um, like, while they're in the courtroom or in the um, courthouse, and uh, the um, pool boy that had been on there, <laughs> that he, he's trying to say that he's having an affair with um, the wife or whatever, mm-hmm. but then he's able to identify Elle's shoes and trying to say that they're last at year's At the water model. cooler? At the, wa- at the water cooler, then I she's like, oh, that's when she like made the connection that he couldn't have ever slept with her, and then... I love it. Nobody that, oh. if you, like, somebody like her that thinks out of the box caught it. Normally and that, that's have. one thing is she argued everything out out of the box, mm-hmm. not something like you would see in a typical courtroom. Right. Which I just awesome, figured it out. This is a female, my cousin Vinny. Two utes. Oh. Two utes. <laughs> What's a ute? I could kind of see that. Okay, so I found the 2011 Bravo's Top Funniest Movies, and Legally Blonde is number 30 on this one. Oh, oh it dropped. It lost a <gasps> spot. Oh, there's that one. Because National Lampoons is one. Caddyshack is two. Three is Shrek. I love Shrek. Four, Something About Mary. Five is South Park, Bigger, Better, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. I love that movie. I'm Where's sorry. Duck Soup? Where are the Marx Brothers on this list? Six is Airplane. Seven is Ace Ventura. Eight, Wedding Singer. Nine, Blazing Saddles. There's a good one. Mm-hmm. Ten, Ten Arthur. 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 Arthur? Yep. Mm. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Really? Okay. The Producers. The Naked okay, Gun no. from the fo- no, Files uh, of very Police funny movie. Naked Gun series. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Ugh. Faster Times oh. at Ridgemont High. I love that movie, actually. Old School. MASH. Stripes. Oh, I love oh. that movie. Wedding Crashers. The Jerk. Happy Gilmore. Shampoo. Really? What's sh- Warren Beatty, early 70s. 75, yeah, before my time. Beverly, Kill- Beverly Hills Cop. Big. Bill and Ted's okay. Excellent Adventure. Meet the Fockers. Wayne's World. A Fish Called Wanda. Annie Hall. And then Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. I the 40-year-old virgin was 31, though. I think that was... Fu- and the Big Lebowski is after that. And then Groundhog Day. And then Clerks. See? I told Clerks you Clerks is, is in there. It had yeah. to be. All right. This is Doubtfire. My Python is farther. Yeah, my, 16 candles, 45. Like that is so wrong. I have this one at 44, so I don't know what year this one is. And Legally Blonde was actually 29 on this list. Oh, so you, you must have the 2007. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Number 100 is Anchorman. This is. Oh, I hate that movie. <laughs> Me too. I, um. The Birdcage, School of Rock, Happy Gilmore. How is Ghostbusters on here? <laughs> That's 76. At least on this one. On this one too, mm-hmm. yeah. Sister Act. I love that oh, one. I, love that I, I do like that one too. And the second one too. Mm-hmm. I could sing that whole soundtrack. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be another I totally day. Could. 
Well, and then there's like a lot of these ones that I have not seen. Like this is Spinal Tap. Oh, Spinal Tap is phenomenal. That should be number one. I love this is Spinal Tap. So maybe we now have to like not um, do a podcast on like our top favorite funniest movies comedies that's a great call. yes we totally should. i think it would get totally different lists and that would be oh interesting. yeah that yeah. that's because great. it's all our per, all our yeah. personal choices Humor in regards stuff, to that yeah because yeah. like i cannot stand napoleon dynamite you know but i've got people that friend uh, co-workers that absolutely love it same it's here so freaking weird but i love it i do i mean i don't want to like watch it a hundred times but i do scream tina eat your food at least once every six months <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. I was laughing so Those hard in the theater. Those are pillows. <laughs> Never mind. No, I, I got it. Okay. I'm in. Uh, so I think at this point, it's time for us to take a break and then come back and uh, do some business. Okay. Ooh, a, l- a little yay. comedy for Anne by Rob oh. It's not easy being the realest comic in the game right now. It's a lot of weight on my shoulders. I'm trying to be a grown-up. Like, you guys know when you hit the age where you're like, can't steal purses no more. Gotta... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> can't steal purses no more. Can't steal my purse. It got too complicated, because every time I'd steal a purse, I'd also steal a teacup Yorkshire Terrier. <laughs> Chihuahuas, miniature poodles, I got them all in my backyard. Okay. Only way I could afford to feed them is steal more purses. It's a vicious cycle. I have it in green, too. Some of you are thinking, hey, Rob, why don't you just sell the dogs? Because I love those dogs. They're like my babies. (laughs) I love them. Okay, we're back. And during that time, I was over modeling Anne's purse. Do you have the kitchen sink in there? No. That thing is freaking heavy. Well, you know. That's, I, the bigger the purse, the heavier it gets. Well, I don't know no how kidding. that happens, but. Well, that's I, why I have to carry the extra bag because I don't <laughs> want to damage the purse because the bag has to carry the other stuff. I call Susan's purse her clown car because. <laughs> yeah. she just, Does she go well, like this and empty it? What do you need? A candelabra? Here, here we go. Mm-hmm. Is it, is <laughs> it one of those moms, magician bags everything that you can in our purses. dig mm-hmm. your hand in? It's like the like, Mary Poppins purse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has the best bag. Oh, yes. I have. It's a bag of holding. I actually do have a D&D bag of holding no. type thing. It's got a little D20 on it. <sighs> I'm going like to have to come and game pa- one these nights just so I could geek out with you all. Yes, you definitely will I haven't have played to. that since 1995, my junior year of high school. And it's I'd only started in 92. The what? I said it was a cold and rainy night. She makes it sound like she remembers the exact day. I do remember the exact day. Can you write a book on this? It was Halloween. There you go. It's the fantasy. There's your fantasy (laughs) sci-fi. Oh, boy. So we are back, and we are definitely off the rails today. This is what happens when Chris isn't around to kind of... It's okay. He would be definitely off the rails himself. You know this podcast is in trouble when he's our calming influence. (laughs) We should call him at this point. Nah, no? nah, nah. Let's do our events. I, I, I offered. Okay. We are proud to announce a new partnership with the 585 Rockin' Burger Bar at 250 Pixley Road. We will be partnering with them to do events every Tuesday starting mid-June. You said June 18th, right? June 18th. I'll definitely be ready to be there that night. It's day one of Regents exams other than that June 3rd one. So I guess I'm not going to leave the Spencerport uh, Gates area. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned here and all of our social media channels for more details on those game nights with us. You and even say what we were doing. On Tuesday nights, we are doing a game nights, not just 
fun events. They're game nights. So, so what like games board are games or? we are doing board games and we're going to have a theme every night. We have it. We're still working on the themes. Like one night will be dice based games. One night will be card game based games. So like Yahtzee, Farkle, all those dice. Yep. Like I have Doctor Who dice. I have zombie dice. I have. <sighs> yeah. Just, just fun stuff like that. We're going to have definitely a kids night where it's going to have lots of kids games. You're going to be playing craps. Doctor Who dice. I do have Doctor Who dice. It, awesome. It's kind of like Yahtzee in regards to you don't want to get the Daleks or whatever. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a fun thing. And they have uh, lots of food specials. So that will also go with it. They have these amazing things. And they're going to sound really weird, but they're almost like um, garbage plate balls. I was going to bring those up. Oh, my God. They're so good. Have you been there? Yeah. My son would flip Very out. Good. He's obsessed with They're so plates. good. Have you had them? Yes. Now, oh, how, how, how would you explain, explain it to me? It's a deep fried garbage plate. In <laughs> <laughs> a ball. In a ball, yeah. It's yeah. a meatball oh, filled with him. stuff. And it's, it's so delicious. Good. They really are. But they also have this amazing French onion soup they make every day. Mm, I'm in for that. They have chicken quesadillas. In for and that. They have the most amazing burgers, all different kinds. And they come out with this toasted bun at the 585 stamped right on top oh, and pickles cool. and chips cool. so good highly recommend stopping over and seeing them and if you're worried about a diet uh wednesday nights is their keto night everything on the menu they offer keto versions on wednesday nights that's cool, that's cool. Mm-hmm. so when are we going to go before then we can go whenever you want. Okay. Let's leave now. Let me know when you go. Now I'm good. I'm order one of those balls. Oh my god! Right we get, they son. come in orders of like three or four, so you have to get them with a friend because I, we're never going to be able to eat a whole one unless all three of us go eat them. Right. Well, food, he would eat them. Food all. is touching and actually boy. really mixed together, so mm, you guys are on your own. We have to bring her to her <laughs> plate dividers. Oh yes. <laughs> I, I feel you on that. So, but yet you can eat a garbage plate. Because they're meant to be mixed. Like, few things are meant to be mixed, like your Thanksgiving dinner. Everything else should stay separated. Sorry. <laughs> so do you like divided plates, too? Yeah. If they, like, you know, like the kids' plates have that have dividers in them? They should make adult versions. <laughs> I have adult versions. See? They're I little, want, like, little curved things divi- that you can put on the plates. They make, yeah, they make little suction cups that go. I don't want the suction cups. I don't want to be sucking everything on the plate and all that messiness. I just want, like, the kids' plates that I buy have them at separators. Wegmans. But, like, I have adult the unicorn versions. one. <laughs> the unicorn one from Wegmans, and there's unicorns in each one of the little separated dividers. Well, that might be a little fun. Because I think it's cute. <laughs> I'm sure they probably make adult divided plates. Mm-hmm. Like those metal high school cafeteria, cafeteria ones. Mm-hmm. I tell you, when we ha- sometimes when we've had picnics for gaming or whatever, depending on what we have, I will get those rectangular styrofoam plates that have, have all the, the dividers. dividers in it. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, that's me. We've gone okay. off the rails. Oh, but then, <laughs> see, you got jumping onto the food at the 585 Rockin' Burger Bar. Now I really want a burger. Seriously. <laughs> well, in addition to joining us during the week on Tuesdays for game nights, join us on Saturday, July 27th for the Mighty Monkey Corporation Cosplay Karaoke Night. Karaoke will run from 6 to 8 that night and then stick around for live music with Wicked. The 70s slash 80s slash 90s hair band extraordinaire. We can't figure out which decade they're in yet. They're pretty awesome, though. I've been listening to them. That's 8.30. They run 8.30 to 12. Mm -hmm. And then if we're still there, we'll bring the party back back inside and hang out a little little while longer. Yeah. That sounds so fun. The karaoke at the Comic-Con was amazing. I have, like, 
a bunch of pictures. Like it was like the best party ever. Same DJ who was at FC3 is coming to do the cosplay karaoke, and we're going to be on their outdoor stage at 585 Rockenberger Bar. They have this huge stage outdoors, as well so as a party area. It's center of attention. Yeah. So. Bring your uh, star-studded A-game. Mm-hmm. A-game cosplay for that night. And mm-hmm. Now, do they um, should they kind of contact us to say what song that they want that night and kind of sign up for it beforehand so the DJ has We're those probably songs? going to start taking that in the, um, July 1st Okay, um, so that we can make sure that Mike, our DJ, has everything that we need. Um, but it's kind of like... Just like we did at FC3, you know, mm-hmm. people, people went up, told them what he wanted. We have two hours to rock out and have fun, and then, now, then the band comes. Now, I know they had the cosplay lip sync battle there. Did I miss karaoke that weekend? No, it was kind of that, but this is going to be a little bit different. Remember how we did the cosplay karaoke at, at Knox, Knox mm-hmm. last year? So this is going to be like that, you know, but bigger. Mm-hmm. With more but, people. And we definitely want people to be signing up so because yep. we only have a two hour window. Yep. So we're only I think I think we decided we were only gonna take the first fifty people. Okay. And that you're only getting like a two and a half to three minute song. So no Nope, like, I'm doing I'm doing uh, Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> Free bird. Free bird, yep. <sighs> I got American Pie. Got American Pie. <laughs> Billy's all long, long time ago. I'm gonna sing the whole thing now, all seven and a half minutes. <laughs> I can still remember how the music used to make me smile. Uh, well, for that night, there is a $5 cover charge. Something, Someone throw something at him. So there is a $5 make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. Take his mic away. Just keep going. I got the buttons. <laughs> oh, Billy, you push lots of buttons. Mm. So, as I said, there's a $5 cover charge, a 50-50 raffle, we will have raffle baskets, and a dessert temp- table to tempt even the most discriminating palate. Ooh, we do have a really good basket already. Ooh, if you're is a that, brown coat, you're yes. going to love it. And I, and I got a nice brown woven basket to put that in. Ooh. Oh That's actually in my car. I heard that Kate was just going to offer us money for that. <laughs> I keep might. saying how much I'm debating. I don't know. Five grand, just, it's yours. It's my birthday. <laughs> but it's my birthday in like a month. Mine too. Yeah, yours is first, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so. February still made me with every so, paper want to I be did. a part of FC3 Monkey Business and the Mighty Monkey Corporation, please become a sponsor. We have sponsorship levels of all kinds, are even willing to create custom sponsorship packets. Billy can sing to you. Yes, please Bad contact news us. on the doorstep. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't take, take one, one more step. step. Sponsorships at FC3ROC.org. Please follow us on Patreon. Patreon is a way to support the people who are creating the things you love, such as Billy singing. I can't mm-hmm. remember if I cried. Please check I us out at www.patreon.com backslash FC3ROC. All memberships levels will include great perks, hence Billy singing. Mm-hmm. And check out song. our writer's blog. Want to have your own article series? Contact us at media at FC3ROC.org for details. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Is there a place you find your podcast and you cannot find the FC3 monkey business? Please let us know and we will uh, work that out. And please follow us on Twitter at FC3MB Podcast. And if you do, please say hi because we love it when you say hi. 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 Yo. So now... 
Did you write the book of love and do you have faith in God above? Maybe. What the Bible tells me so. <laughs> oh, question of the week. Do I know all the words that American Pie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found that out. <laughs> and he's not done yet. I know. Six and a half more minutes. What fiction, Billy? Yes. What fictional stories never fail to bring you back to your childhood and why? I don't read them anymore, but if you mention, like a, a movie came out with Ramon and, Be- and uh, Beezus. Oh. Remember Hen- Henry Huggins? Mm-hmm. And if you bring up even like someone named Henry, my first uh, thought will be of Henry Huggins and Ribsy and, and Ramon and Beezus. And so like the Beverly Cleary books. Because awesome. I used to read them a lot when I was a kid. Anne, okay. you're the one that jumped this one and put that one in there. I did, I did. Because yeah. every summer it always brings me back. Um, Anne of Green Gables. Oh, Anne yeah. Anne Shirley. Stop taking my answer. I have I read was, this series like 20 times. I, I, every single summer from the time that I was in fifth grade until even just the past year. Whenever I'm having a bad year, I'm down on myself. I will start the whole series all over again. My, All of my copies got ruined in a flood in my basement in my old townhouse, so I don't have them anymore, so I have to keep going to the library to check them out. But um, like the year between 7th and 8th grade, I read over 200 books in the Charlotte Branch Library because I could ride my bike, take out 50 books, and go and read them in the cemetery because that's not creepy <laughs> when you're 12 or 13 by yourself. <laughs> That's so awesome. Much <laughs> and that's how I spent all my summers. But I always started the beginning of the summer and ended the be- end of the summer with this ent- the entire series. And the fact that I was Anne with an E. Mm-hmm. Have you watched the... I've watched the original Netflix. ones on PBS mm-hmm. and then the new ones on Netflix. But then there was also one that PBS did that they never aired. Mm-hmm. And it was um, Anne of the Shore. And I have it on VHS, and I've seen it about 100 times, but I no longer have a VHS player, and it's not on DVD. I have one. You can borrow it. <laughs> Isn't there a VHS works. player somewhere in your garage? Let's not talk about the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Along the with all hole. your husband's VHS tapes. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> so bad. Why do we have Star Wars on VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, <laughs> digital, because he must be related to my husband and believe in redundancy. Oh, I believe there are beta in there as well. Because oh, I did find oh all gosh. of the um, Bond movies on beta. <laughs> I was like, do you even own a beta player? Oh my gosh, that's all. That's awesome. We had copies of Laserdisc movies. I had an RCA uh, disc player. Um, Empire Strikes Back on three laser discs, mm-hmm. front, back, front, back, front. You had to flip them every like 25, 30 uh-huh. minutes. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Yep, it, it was hysterical, that. but they had like one of the best qualities. Mm-hmm. How funny. Yeah. Well, I know that you're in love with him because I saw you dancing. Uh, a, 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 just a break, just a second, gives him the, any opening that he needs. Kate, uh-huh. you, um, what uh, fictional stories never fail to bring you back to your childhood? So many. Uh, I read The Hobbit when I was a little. I read, you know what I loved was the Choose Your Own Adventure books. I would just. Oh, yes. I loved those. I read a lot of little different ones, but I loved going through. And if you got to the end too quick, I would like skip back and go and start them again. And you could get like 10 at the library and finish them that night. I would do that a lot. Oh, I just thought of Encyclopedia Brown. 
<laughs> Who doesn't love Encyclopedia Brown? Did any of you guys get the Babysitting Club books in the mail? Like, I used to get three books every other week. That's fun. No, my didn't. mom gave it to me for, like, my birthday. For, like, I was, like, 12, 13, 14. So I used I get to get the-, the World Magazine or the World Book oh, uh, yeah. subscription. Did you ever have the bus come to your house? And the pickles bus, when they'd come off and they'd bring you the pickles stuff? I was in kindergarten huh? and I had this what big What are you talking about? Big I didn't live bus. in the city. A pickles It was bus. called Pickles Books. A so books. I'm telling you, it was 1983. And this little short bus came to my house and they'd bring a box out and the box would have books in it. And there was this one book, oh my God, and it was um, Me Too Iguana. It was my favorite kids book. I used to read it to, in kindergarten to all the other kids in class. Oh, because I could read and they couldn't. <laughs> they would get so mad at me. But it was so called, you. and it got, I used to get. Oh, I, I remember pickles. You remember pickles though, okay. The residents of Sweet Pickle try to help Iguana who wants to be like everybody else she sees. But you used to get these. It's a Sweet Pickle series. Yeah, and they used to come off this little bus, and this giant iguana person would bring you a box, and it was like a McDonald's Happy Meal box, and inside the box would be three books. That is a really awesome childhood. Nobody ever did that for me. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet Pickles is a series of 40 children's books by Ruth Lerner Pearl, Jacqueline Reinick, and Richard Heffer, published by Holt, Reinhardt, and Winston. It's having sold over 50 million copies. You can find them on paperback. Sell swap. a lot of books if you showed up in buses and wearing pickle costumes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Just like looking at now, people. you said, um, what year was this? Eighty three. Eighty three. I was eleven, so I probably wasn't. I okay. wasn't reading Sweet Pickles books. I was at that five. Point. <laughs> so, at that point, I had been reading. Well, let's see, Little House on the Prairie. Oh, I love those. Those, those, those are the ones I would. Awesome. I mean, being an only child, I was—I didn't have any siblings to play with, and my my cousins lived. I'm like, I was the only girl. I had an older male cousin, younger male cousin, so of course I had Barbies and things like that. But I like lived in books. I, I did. So too. between Nancy Drew and Little House in the Prairie and the Sweet Valley High. The books. Hardy Boys. I used to love the Hardy oh, Boys. Oh yeah, Judy Hardy Bloom. Boys. I I immediately go to like, Are you there, God? It's me, mm-hmm. Margaret. It, it is like goosebumps. Oh, that's probably past your time. Yeah. Too, but. So R.L. Stein for me. Oh, yeah. God, yes. So, but I was like, yeah, I think it was like the Anne of Green Gables was the one that I would read over and over again. And then Little House on the Prairie. I'd crack those, those the, open. You always find something different every time you read Little House on the Prairie or Anne of Green Gables. And even like some of the ones that choose your own adventure ones, it was always a different adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gave you the idea that if you don't like the story, just start over. And if you like the uh, Choose Your Own Adventures, I highly recommend on Netflix, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. But you oh, have to I watch really it have to on watch you have to watch it on a platform that you can make choices. Yeah. Like my TV, I could not watch it on Netflix on my T on my Roku box that, because I could not I could not make the choices. It's funny. One of my TVs I couldn't, and another one I could, and I couldn't on my Kindle. So I'm that's not sure where the I don't know what it software. is, but, but my upstairs TV mm-hmm. would not let me do it. I'm wondering if it might will let me do it on my computer, but mm-hmm. I, I wonder if know. you haven't upgrade updated your Roku or something because my phone was letting me do it, but then I I couldn't pay attention at work long enough to do it because mm-hmm. I was supposed to be working. <laughs> no. I heard somebody was watching it for like a really long time. That's why I haven't started. Yeah, it. you can go for hours. <laughs> yeah. Just keep choosing different stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's why I haven't. 
I'm like, we need a solid chunk of time Mm -hmm. to sit down. So I think at that point, that wraps everything up for this week. And while the king was looking down, the <laughs> jester stole his thorny And crown. I don't have the outtake. No, I, that, that, Let's see if you remember it. That's a Chris thing. This has been uh, a production of MM... The, the, this has been FC3 Monkey Business, a production of the Mighty Monkey Corporation. Where Pur- purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you like a spider monkey sometime in 2020. I think that's good enough. <laughs> but we will so, have so a mini con coming up soon. And we'll have another podcast next week and more fun things and lots of stuff to talk this about. This is where I fall apart. And, yep. and um, <laughs> bye, bye, <laughs> Mr. American Pie. Drop my shaman to the levee. Dun, dun. <laughs> we went off the rails. Woo. That's okay. It's called monkey business. <laughs>